This is the Kawabui Show. Kawabui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Kawabui is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, online business. You could check out his blog site at www.kowa-bui.com. And now, your host, Mr. Kowa Bui. Mr. Kowa Bui. How you going? It's Kwa here, and I would like to introduce you to today's uh, special guest. His name is Miha Matlevsky, and he is known as the Failure Coach. He is an entrepreneur who has started several businesses. He's bought it from zero to seven to nine figures. Along the way, he's encountered lots of challenges. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Miha. Thanks. Well, Miha, you know, I really appreciate you being on the call today and, um, you know, finally get to meet you. I've heard a lot of great things about you. I saw your, um, your videos, doing these amazing interviews, and, um, and you're also known as the failure coach as well. But before we get into that, um, let's go a bit about your background. Well, I mean, first of all, thank you for inviting me and thank you for, you know, allowing me to be your guest uh, no worries, and man. to get introduced to your audience. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, as we'll get into the story in mm. 2009, I had the major crash, went yep. completely bankrupt, in debt, $5 million. Mm. Uh, and then through that journey after the suicide attempt through that journey back to you know being who i am today mm. um i rescued a, from a shelter a dog uh, named happy but well, i'm happy okay yeah the, what type of dog was it yeah i'm a mix just mix, from the okay, streets just a mix. yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I love he dogs looks well, like yeah. a yeah he looks like a young labrador uh, okay. uh which is which is cool you know like labradors yeah. when they're like six seven eight months old well they're pretty yeah, active he looks they? like that forever yeah, yeah 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 oh nice um yeah and and he was a big big part of the support and and you know to get me out to start talking to people again to mm. take care better care of myself because at that point it was i i didn't have any love for myself i was mm. burning myself out my only goal was to get out of debt and to just create something. And, mm. you know, um, I wasn't taking really good care about what I eat and, and nothing. Yeah, and so okay. it was actually him because I love the little guy so much. Yeah. And, you know, those mixes, they live forever. Yeah. And, and one day as we were walking, I was thinking, oh, my God. I mean, you know, if something happens to me, what will happen to happy mm. and and it was basically he was that momentum starter for me to start working on myself more uh and 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 do stuff and and eventually i started you know getting that love for myself back and so on but mm. he was an amazing support on that journey and who knows what would have happened if mm. i wouldn't have him mm. um, and and so later on um, I adopted another dog from Serbia, um, yep. the second one. Well, she's behind me on the wall on that oh, picture. Dog. That's Very Bobica. Bob- Bobica, um, okay. Happy and Bobica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. 
Uh, and so that's how I got introduced to what's happening in Serbia when it comes to animals. And, you know, it's, it's a huge problem here with animals in oh, general, the mentality of people and so on. Mm. Yeah, so many dogs on the streets and okay. so on. And mm. um, I, I sold my last startup. I had the exit. I was not tied in. Mm. I had all the time and everything and all the resources. And yeah. I was like, okay, so... You know, you have to do something with your life. Yeah. Um, and I was planning to, you know, just go live somewhere else. I mean, I've been in Slovenia for 39 years. Let's mm. explore something else. True. And so, yeah, um, that's how life uh, got me here. Yeah. And I've been here now for three years. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to do as much as I can, um, not just in rescue part, which is mm -hmm. the last stage, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to get, you know, the people to start talking for to, to, so that we can try and do some mentality change mm -hmm. with the kids and so on. So mm -hmm. it's a huge passion of mine and I don't plan to stop here. Um, this is really why one of the two whys why i do what i do fail coach for me is really a tool and mm. it's something i'm good at i've been through the trenches i can really help yeah. entrepreneurs i mean i have so many amazing testimonials so yeah. it's something i'm really good at i love doing it i know mm. i can help others but in return we earn money and, and none of that goes to me. It mm. goes straight into the two passions of mine. So one, mm. the animals, and I want to scale this to billions so that mm. I can, you know, not just rescue here in Serbia, but mm. Asia, Africa, South America, like huge problems all around the world. So that's one thing. And the Good, other you, one sorry. is because... Yep, sorry, yeah. have you got a, an online charity where people can donate money to, to your cause? Not yet. Not yeah, you yet. Are, on are, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we, mm. we are it's in the works. Mm, that's good. Um, it's in the mm. works. I um, uh, we will do that, but I mostly want to be dependent on myself. You know, yeah. I don't want to I mean, of course we will welcome anything, mm. but I don't want to be dependent on any government or mm. UN or whatever. I, I want to make sure that I can fund that myself. Mm. Um, mm. so that's one thing. Awesome. And the other one because I almost lost my life because of failures. And, you know, as the fail coach, you talk a lot about failures. I, yeah. I was on a lot of stages as well. And then people reach out to you. Mm. And, and it was only then when I realized how big of a problem this whole failure is and what yeah. the taboo it is. Mm. Um, the other thing that we are working on is Failure Synonymous, yeah. which is, again, another nonprofit. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Failure the idea is... Yeah. Yes, the idea is like the AA meetings, you know, yep. small groups of people throughout the world. We already did a lot of test runs back in Slovenia yeah. and here in Serbia, and, and the results were crazy, amazing. I mean, mind-blowing, yeah. the emotions and everything, the aha, the breakthroughs. I mean, it mm. was just absolutely um, crazy okay. good. Yep, yep. And so that's, that's, that's the second nonprofit is mm. to, you know, Ha get that up and running and yep. again i don't want to be dependent on you know anybody's mm. mercy mm. i i believe i know well enough how to grow and scale businesses i've done yep. that in the past i'm helping my clients so yep. yeah that's the goal um so yeah. in the last few months we were laying down foundations mm -hmm. and now we are slowly approaching uh the 
scaling phase. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I was looking at your website and um, I can definitely see the testimonials that, uh, that you've got on the website of all the people that you've helped out as well. Um, you know, one person said that, yeah, you helped him um, build up the business and uh, you know, you're holding her hand all along the way. So, you know, you're really helping a lot of people out there. Um, but let's have a look at your origin story. Let's have a look at like you had, a, you've been in 20, 23 years in business as well. And um, I think you've started over 10 companies, seven to nine figures. So could you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, sure. Mm. I dropped out of high school when I was mm. 17. Okay. Um, not because I was stupid or anything. It was just like, why would I learn about history? You know, yeah, like yeah. what good could that do to me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. My father. I'm still, not, I'm still not using some of the maths and, you know, like, like trigonometry. <laughs> I'm still not using it. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was a little bit, you know, that rebel without a cause. I was a yeah. very spoiled child. I, I, <clears throat> I do come from, you know, a family where I was the only child uh, and everybody there was just doing whatever they could to spoil me and, mm -hmm. and no, no one ever held me accountable for anything, you know, like really. Uh, that, that was actually my adversity, was to mm -hmm. perfect childhood mm -hmm. because uh, fast forward a little bit, when I was 23, my father was one day diagnosed with pancreatic cancer Two mm. days later, they put him uh, on, on drugs to mm. ease the pain. And wow. three weeks later, he died. Wow. I had no introduction into the real world. Um, and, and a few months before that, my, my grandparents died as well. So in about a year and a half, we, I, I had almost my whole family die, uh, mm. except my mom. Uh, and one of my granddads and the granddad was you know um, all already very um, sick and so on so nothing you know he could do to help me I yeah. mean you know we were helping him and mm. my mom she's just she was just a bang not even a clerk but she like uh, I always uh, make jokes that she was sitting in an office and she would just put papers from one pile to another one and yeah. put a few numbers into Excel sheet in between. So, wow. you know, she didn't have any business or any yeah. knowledge or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so when my father died, I took over the company and okay. uh, I was very, you, you, you were very young at the time as well, right? You must be very young yes, at the time. 23. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 23 but yeah. also i was very cocky i was very you know like oh i'm i'm so great and so good yeah. and, and all of that because i was told that my whole life mm -hmm. um and uh so i never took the time you know to say oh okay so this is something new how yeah. do we approach this mm -hmm. i just jumped in um mm -hmm. it would be so much smarter to hire a ceo it would be so much smarter to say oh shit i need some education yeah, let's yeah, yeah. you know Let's mm. buy a book or two or whatever. Something so it was all just trial and error. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. but I just jumped in. And yeah, okay, a few months good. later, the company was almost bankrupted. Wow. But then, you know, life sometimes gives you uh, some luck. Mm. And, and so I met two, two people. Okay. They were good in finances. They saw something in me that I'm good with networking and sales. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, you know, we'll put some money in. Uh, give us a share. Uh, they took over 55%. Uh, we'll run the company and you do what you're best at. Yep. Here's the credit card. Here's the phone. Uh, here's <laughs> the card card, keys. Yeah. You know, you do your thing. And yeah, I, sure. I did. And very quickly, uh, we were making 100, 150% more in revenue from month to month. Mm -hmm. And so very, 
quite quickly in the few months spent, life became very good again. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, uh, uh, money, partying, mm. cars, this, that. And I was always the entrepreneurial type. I was always walking around, seeing problems and mm. thinking about solutions. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I came up with a few more ideas. Mm. But then my thinking was, you know, these guys owe 55%. Why would I bring that in here yeah. when I can just uh, start a company on my own? Mm. I mean, look at me, how great I am. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. learn a single lesson, you know, about running a business. Yep. And here I am opening new businesses. Yeah. But the thing was that that was already around 2005, 2006. Mm -hmm. Now, that's quite similar to what we were seeing now in 2018, 2019. Mm. Um, you know, everything was going up. Real estate, shares, people buying like crazy, whatever you do. Yep. Uh, so it was, it was quite it was good easy. Times, yeah. mm. in, in, in those good times, it was quite easy to grow. Up mm. to seven, eight figures, multiple eight figures, one mm. company without those solid foundations. Mm. Because, you know, when you're building a house, the foundation... It holds it all up, yeah. foundation is not there for the great times, for mm. flooding and rain and, and, and earthquakes and so on. Yeah. And so my businesses were doing great. They were thriving. I was really good at sales. I was really good at marketing. Yep. Um, and especially that emotion part mm. and so on. Mm. So... Everything was great until the recession. Mm. Um, so in 2008, it started in the U.S. Yep. Uh, everybody in Europe, we were all thinking, oh, that's just the U.S. Yeah. You know, it won't come here. <laughs> and, and then and does, one yeah. day you wake up, I remember all the newspapers. The mm. first page was just black. Wow. The recession is here. Mm. Um, and a few days later, uh, I got a call from the bank. Mm -hmm. um, and they said, I was just starting with one real estate project. So we were just starting with the building process. Mm. We, did, we did all the paperwork, everything. We already invested so much money in. And, mm. and we were, I don't know, maybe one third already building that You're huge, huge, it, huge yeah. project. Mm. And they said, uh, we made calculations. Prices dropped so much. We wow. don't see in the horizon that they mm -hmm. will go up anytime sooner. Mm. Um, we are stopping that right now because, you know, we'll lose less money than if we keep going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, so um, I, I'm not sure um, if your audience is from Canada or Australia or US. I don't mm. think they know this particular financial instrument. I don't mm. think it exists there, but in European Union, mm. when you make a loan like that, you give the bank pre-written, pre-approval mm. uh, that if you don't repay when they call back the loan, yep. they can just go to all your other bank accounts, all your other and assets. The they don't out, have yeah. to go to the course first. Mm. They do that mm. automatically. So basically, okay. in, in about 20, in about 24 hours time frame, mm -hmm. they did that. Yeah. Wow. And I was left with nothing. And because I was co-signing so many things because I had no idea about, you know, asset protection, liability protection yeah. and things like that, mm -hmm. because I never took the time to study those things, to invest in lawyers and, and, and so on. The devil's um, in the details. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I ended up personally owing 
five million dollars mm. um, to my ex-employees, some for the taxes, to suppliers, to you know, you name mm. it. Yeah, um, yeah I yeah. felt like I owe money to half of the country. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, and uh, you, you're still like paying it down and everything, or it's it's all like you know paid off where you've got. You know, use the no, no, no. I, or, I, yeah. When I had my exit, I paid yeah. off. All yeah, it's all, it's all paid. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it yep. accumulated to almost seven million by then. Mm. You know, with interest and so on, because yeah. that was in two thousand seventeen. Sure, um, sure. So, so you know, in in eight years. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It it, it blew up a little bit, uh, but yeah, it's all. Uh, taken care of. Uh, yeah. but it took me eight years to to do that. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the first few months were really, really hell. Mm. Uh, depression, anxiety, phone calls, this, that. I mean, your head is just blowing up, and and mm. you can't silence it. You know, like I had zero peace and silence. I was just constantly in this permanent anxiety mode, permanent depression mode. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, after a few weeks, you don't see any potential that something can happen. And then a few more weeks go by and a few more weeks. And, you know, that darkness is more present inside of you. And you mm-hmm. start thinking, you know, this will never end. This is it. The whole world has gone crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you don't see it as, oh, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, right now when I'm looking for how some people are reacting to the whole Corona thing, mm. um, I see a lot of fear, a lot of, oh, you know, the world will never be the same again, but not yep. in a good way, mm. um, you know. Uh, but of course, this too shall pass. It will mm. might take a few more months, a few more years, mm. and then, you know, the slow bounce back. So it won't be like, wow, tomorrow we are back where we were. Yeah, and yeah. we might never be back where we were mm. uh, because some things will just change permanently. Uh, but, but, you know, in a few years' time, I know there will be people who will say, this was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, and, and, you know, again, economy will start thriving and, and mm. so on. I mean, this is a pattern that we see over and over. But when you're going through that, and I was a very emotional person, mm. all of that really got me. I didn't, you know, go into businesses with fraud in mind but it Mm. felt like i was fraudulating people you know Mm. i always went into those businesses with my whole heart Um, and and so it was even double the heart and then i got divorced and you know um, a lot of so-called friends uh, don't uh, answer your call again (laughs) and and things like that you know yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i felt all alone in the whole world Mm. and so you know, you start thinking, you know, you start uh, coming up with crazy ideas. You start thinking about suicide. You start Googling about suicide, you know. Yep. And then um, one day, um, I remember, I, uh, it was spring 2010, I, I got noticed that uh, my apartment will be taken by the bank as well. Yep. Uh, now, my apartment is on the fifth floor, mm. uh, was on the fifth floor. Mm. Um, and you know, if you're on the 20th, you jump, you die. It's a no brainer, but on yeah. the fifth floor things can happen. And, um, I remember I, 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 it's, it's, it's completely blurry why I was smoking a cigarette. And the next thing I remember, even after so many years now, that it's, that there's this blank hole, why I crossed over the fence. I don't know. Okay. I just, the next thing I remember is me 
left hand on, on the fence and I was already inclined over the edge and I was like, just, you know, I have to just let go and, and, mm. and bam, I'll, I'll, mm. I'll fall down. Mm. And I was looking down and as I was looking down, I was asking, I, my, it popped into my head, it was, what if I don't do this right? What if I, you know, fail here as well and mm. I will just end up on a wheelchair? Mm. Uh, because for me, the desire, why, why suicide was so desirable? Because, you know, you jump, it might hurt for a second, but then, yeah. you know, silence, yeah. dead silence. It's, it's and that was so appealing escape, yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't so much to escape from, from you know, depth and things, but just to get some silence back into mm-hmm. my head. Um, and as, as I was looking down and, and thinking that, it, it's almost the best way I can explain is it's almost like this Miha split into two Mihas and, and one Miha started yelling at the other Miha. And I did that out loud so my neighbors heard me. Um, and I used a lot of very juicy words, so I'm not going to repeat that here. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, you know, along the line of, uh, you know, why didn't you go to the lawyer? Why did you mm. have to take on that project? Why did you hire that person? Uh, one thing that all that had in common was you, 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 you. Mm. And, you know, first, my perfect childhood, never accountable for anything. The yep. second thing, when it's time of crisis, it's so easy to find somebody or something else to blame. You know, the Americans, the government, our government, the banks, like whatever, you know, it's so easy. Like right now, you know, it's not me, it's Corona. It's, mm. it's not me, it's, it's, you know, Trump shutting down this state or, or Angela Merkel shutting down this or, you know, um, mm. that leader, this leader, the Chinese. It's, it's so easy to find blame outside of you. Yep. Uh, but that was a moment of really um, complete ownership. I, I, fi- I finally, for the first time ever, took ownership of my own mistakes, of things that I could have done and I didn't do. Because, mm. you know, you, you, can't, you can't influence what you can't influence. I can't change Corona. Yep. But there are still a lot of things that I can do right now. I can, mm. you know, talk with people, pivot, change, do this, do that. Yep. There's always plenty of what you can do. Mm. And I was surrendering myself to things that I wasn't able to do. Mm. And, and, and that changed that in that moment. And then the real aha moment was, well, if I was able to accumulate all that wealth and everything with all those mistakes, if I change I can do not the same, but better and faster and greater. Mm. And, and that was really the aha moment, that little light uh, mm. that I needed. And I climbed okay. back in, I made a list. And I want to be sure to really point out here, because often in the beginning, when I was sharing my story, I left this part out and people think, you know, oh, you had the aha moment and now, you know, bam, you're flying high. Mm. No, it was three and a half years of, struggle daily struggle it was a one hell You're of a still journey. struggle okay you know, yep mm. yes of course you struggle mm. with your old habits new yep. habits old miha new miha uh, how you would react before how you must react now you're struggling with your old autopilot which yeah. was wrong and and you know all of those things and even mm-hmm. with the change with with you know all these new things and you want to see results tomorrow, but they don't happen tomorrow. And, yeah. and, you know, you go in the right direction and you have to retrace back. I mean, it was three and a half years of, of 
help. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, mm -hmm. every day you become a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger. And mm -hmm. you know, after a year, you're much stronger. The fight is easier. Yeah. And then the second year and the third year, you're already doing really well. So yeah, I yeah, just yeah. want to make sure that I point this part out because many people think, oh, you have aha, and then it just, you know, you fly up. But it's yeah. not, it, well, at least for me, it wasn't like that. It was, yeah. it was a journey. Okay. So what did you do? Like when, when you heard, um, when you reached the aha point uh, and you had some clarity and you were slowly building yourself out there, it took you about three years. Um, what did, like, what was the daily um, activities like? What did you do? What was it? Uh, were you just making phone calls or just doing what you needed to do? Or what were you doing? Just pay one bill at a time? Or um, what was it? Yeah, I was just trying to make like, Whatever, uh, yeah. one of the things. You know how you asked me what's this on my shirt? Yeah. L-O-T. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the big things that I, I was able to use was I was always good in networking. Good mm. meaning not huge numbers of people, but mm. very deep relationships. So yes. quality versus quantity. Mm. So there were still a lot of people uh, on my list from the past that I was able to reach out to. Uh, and they would, you know, I had a friend who had a company and he said, well, you know, if you want to do some business, just yeah. use my company, we'll mm. issue an invoice, we'll pay you out somehow, you know, we'll figure it out. And I was mm. able to, so LOT stands for leverage of trust. Love That's it. the yeah. only way you can speed up the processes in business yeah. development is mm. if you use leverages. That's and true. there are plenty of leverages, but I think the most powerful one, in, at least in my opinion, the number one currency in the world is, is not gold, is not US dollar or euro or British pound, it's trust. Mm. When you have trust, so much is available to you. And That's so true. I just went, I skipped the initial part and I went where I had the trust. And yeah. then, you know, this guy would, would order something from me and this guy and I was, you know, just trying to make first the weak meat and then yep. months meet and, and, and I was slowly building mm. the whole thing while I was working on the big idea, which was the energy efficiency yeah. startup. But yep. it took a lot of uh, resources to get that up yep. and running. Yep. Can, can I just say um, one thing is like, there's, a, there's two types of people. There's the ones like, if you're in that situation where you're going through so much adversity, there's either something that's pushing you forward or there's something that's pulling you forward. What was it for you? Was it, did you feel that you were being pushed forward or was it hope or something or that it was being, that was pulling um, you forward? What, what was happening there? Um, I say the exact same things to people. It's you, you either go towards the desire or the mm. pleasure mm -hmm. or you're trying to run away from pain. Yeah. Yeah. What in were you the, doing? In the early stages, it was running away from pain. Okay. Pain of, of, you know, the phone calls every day, mm. the pain of what was happening in my head, yep. the pain of you're pushing the corner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was that only much, much later, mm. uh, uh, because I, I, at that time, I had no idea about, you know, find your why, write down your yeah. why, um, <laughs> because I had none of that knowledge, you know, uh, it was only through time as I was working on myself and I was buying all these books and trying to watch anything I could and okay. TED talks and this and that. So that was helping you. That was giving you, you know, help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
Yeah. yeah, but that's how mm. I learned about, you know, like find your why, mm. uh, know who you are, take a deep dive, do this, yep. do that. So um, as I was going, I was learning what do I have to do and how to do it. So it was only later. And then as I mentioned, happy was my dog. Happy was mm. a big part of having something to fight for mm. that was something that I loved more than I loved myself. I, mm. I You know, fighting for myself, what's the point? Mm. Uh, but for him, it was worth fighting for. Mm. And, and, you know, that slowly then transitioned in me loving myself more and so on. And then when, when I sold my startup, uh, uh, the one that I scaled to multiple nine figures in just two years, uh, I found myself with the abundance of time and everything. And, mm. and I was going to meetups because I wanted to be surrounded with fellow entrepreneurs. Yeah, I tried yeah, yeah. going on a vacation, but after yep. three days, I was bored to death. Yeah, you know, like mm. I need to be amongst entrepreneurs. I need to be yeah. brainstorming something. Yep. You know, I'm I'm that entrepreneur, mm. and and so they start asking you questions, and you know, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And then yep. you, at least for me, it was an, a realization. Wow, this feels so good. Mm. This feels thousand times better than yeah. when you do something for yourself. Mm. When you get you know emails telling you like how much you've changed somebody's yeah, life feeling, yeah. wow no mm. money can buy that feeling yes, you yeah, know so yeah, yeah. Uh, so so it was kind of like going from stage to stage with not having you know a real why but just going away from the pain and then happy was my why and, mm. and then you know mm. i started putting myself much more first and then once i was able to fix myself you know, like with the why started to be like, oh, wow, I can help so many people. They don't mm. have to go through all the same shit I went through and so mm. on. And mm -hmm. so it, it kind of just is an evolving story. And now I have these two crazy uh, 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 things, you know, yep. the, the failures anonymous, yep. the, the animals, and who knows mm. what will come up true, in the true, next true. few years and, and, and where I will go with all of this. But um, yeah, it, 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 in the beginning, it was running away from that pain. And, mm -hmm. and now it's really just things that push yep. me forward yep. uh, to do bigger, greater. Um, you know, one of my big heroes, uh, uh, not in everything, uh, is, is Bill Gates, uh, Andrew Carnegie. What, what you'll see they have in common is, well, you know, how they did their business, yeah, how yeah. they made their fortune. Some people say this, some people say that. I'm not yeah. a big fan of Microsoft. I switched <laughs> to Apple many yeah, me years too, yeah. ago. <laughs> but what he's doing now with, you know, and, and, and uh, all of his friends who mm -hmm. are pledging uh, so much and, and doing all these things, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, I want to be the richest person in the world and, and then use all that money uh, to fund, you know, for children, for yeah. for animals, for elderly people, for mm. you know, for young entrepreneurs. I mean, I have so many ideas. I see so many problems in the world, but yep. you know, you can't solve them all at once. You mm. you have to do it step by step. And and yep. um, instead of waiting to be a billionaire, mm. uh, which a lot of people do, that you know, they have. Um, ideas they want to inspire or, or make an impact but yep. then they hold themselves back you know I don't have the resources yet well I don't have all the resources to help all the animals but mm. at least I can you know help two dogs today or three dogs tomorrow or, mm. or something like so 
I'm always trying to do what I can with what I have mm. and working towards having more so that yep. I can do even more. That's great. Yep. Yep. Um, but, uh, let me ask you is um, when you in the, all that adversity and looking back, did you see any, um, like any miracles or any signs from, from a higher power or anything that was sending you signs that, you know, help is on the way. Did you see anything like that? I'm just curious. Um, it, it wasn't so much. Any synchronicities? Like high, you know? higher, yeah. Um, it, it was more like this feeling of, like, you know, when I told you that friend of mine who said like, use my company. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and, he and I would have a walk and, and something like that. And, and I always was, was telling him, I know that I'm going to solve this. And he okay. was like, how? You know, like, how do you know? I said, I have no answers. I don't know. I okay. mean, there's nothing logical that mm. I can tell you right now. Oh, yeah. I have this in the pipeline and no, this yeah, goes yeah. through. It, it was just this inner feeling yeah. mm. that uh, everything will be okay and that I will solve it. Okay, I, I don't know where that feeling mm. came from. Mm. Just at one point, I, I started feeling like that and I had nothing to, you know, back mm. that up. It was just a feeling, an inner feeling. Yeah. I was always saying to him, listen to me, everything will be okay. Everything mm. will be okay. Mm. And, and mm. Uh, I had, and, and he was asking me like, how do you say, can you say that? And I was going to, you know, like Jotish and, 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 and those people who, you know, take your cards and dates and they yeah, tell you yeah, a little yeah. bit about the future and, and it, you know, somehow it all sounded good and, and you'll, you'll come out of this and you'll do great and, mm. and, and this will happen and that will happen. And I don't know, I, did I believe that or did I make myself believe that? Mm. Uh, but it felt so true. It, it felt aligned with how I felt on the inside. Yeah, okay. Again, I was in the middle of the biggest shit. I, mm. I was still owing so much money. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I had mm. nothing to, to say, so this is how mm. I will do it. Mm. Um, it mm. was just a combination of a few outside factors and that inner feeling. Mm. And I knew that I have to keep going. I have mm. to keep going. Okay, okay, great. Okay, so then that leads on to um, the idea of... Um, your heart, your, another lesson that you've learned in, in terms of failure and then you realize that you can teach other people on learning from the failures is that right like that's when you became a failure coach right and um and then you built a, I, mean, I think yeah. biz dev yep is that right um yeah i mean yeah. the thing is um every entrepreneurial journey mm. is filled with roadblocks and failures and testing and mm. trying and and all of that now, how you handle that part has direct influence on how successful you will be and when you will reach success. So instead of fearing failure, instead of going all emotional and negative self-talk and on mm. this downward spiral when something unwanted happens, mm -hmm. I mean, I understand that emotion. I understand why, why all of that is there. Uh, but what I'm, what I'm working on with my clients is that we turn away that, that thing and that they fell, fall in love with failure, that mm. they fall in love with and embrace it. And yeah. the more you do that, the faster you can bounce. 
uh, the quicker you will see. Now mm -hmm. it's a combination, solid foundations and healthy relationship with failure because solid foundations like mm -hmm. processes, KPIs, benchmarking, they will show you when something's not working mm -hmm. much sooner. Mm -hmm. Often people who fail the most or like the biggest extent, they mm -hmm. have no measuring in place. Mm -hmm. And so they are not even, they don't even realize that they are failing until they really fail hard. That's mm -hmm. what happened to me. Okay. I had nothing to measure things in between. So when you lay down strong foundations, you can, you can see that something is not working. So, you know, before you get all emotional and before that's the worst thing in your life, mm. you are already reacting. So you're reacting to something that's at a but smaller scale. Mm. Uh, the emotions are not so hard. And then, you know, you're pushing things forward. Yeah, Even okay. when I'm working with startups, mm. uh, we put it in the business plan. We, we prepare for failure. We brainstorm what are some of the most common failures that we can anticipate and we make a plan. Mm. And so you, if you have a plan, you go directly to that. You don't go into emotions. Oh, I have a plan for this. Mm. I already predicted this. What's the plan? Let's execute the plan. So, so you recommend so to come up with a plan first to, to mitigate that risk, right? To, if in case that fails and just have your plan ready, right? I mean, the thing is, the best relationship is mm. an, a, a, a rational, a logical relationship. Yeah, okay. Keep you emotion know? out of it, yeah. Yeah, because mm. failure happens for, you know, maybe you overlooked some things. Mm. Maybe, you know, you're doing some wrong steps and you didn't recognize that. Maybe you have bottlenecks. Maybe the goal was not, you know, uh, set smartly because, I don't know, you set the goal be because of you were emotional and, and, and it wasn't really a smart goal. It wasn't anything you can actually achieve or something mm. like that. Um, so there's quite a few different things. But when you look at them logically and when you dissect the process um, and, and you go, you go into process and you reverse engineer uh, A to B, mm. uh, you know, because it's never just one step. Mm. Uh, it, it's always multi, it takes time, it, it takes, takes steps. Yeah. So mm. when you go into that, if you go with the logic, mm. if you implement some ways of measuring things and so on, benchmarking, mm. um, then you have a healthy relationship with failure and it's much mm. easier to then come up with, okay, so this was the wrong step. What mm. else can we do? Yeah, do we yeah. know? If we don't know, who can we ask? Oh, mm. there's an agency that offers that. Uh, I hear good things about them. Maybe they can help us. Let's mm. call them out. Let's see if they can consult us on this and help us move past this. Hurdle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like what also what you said before that, um, uh, these days, if you're if you're not failing, you feel kind of weird. I think, um, yeah, you've reached that level where, like, you know, you, you need to fail because that's you know you feel normal when when you're failing. But um, if you're not failing, then what's going on? You're not doing anything, right? So yes, yes. So yeah. you the the thing is, if we look at it logically, um, if you don't fail, that means you are in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Now, if you already achieved everything yeah. and you're in your comfort zone, that's one thing. But, you know, um, honestly, I think we are always, the more we achieve, the more we push ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, when you fail is when you're doing things that are outside of your comfort zone. You're doing yeah. them for the first, second time. 
the likelihood of you failing is much greater than the likelihood of you succeeding. Mm. Well, and it doesn't have to be just business. Anything that you do for the first time, your first date might mm. be a failure. Your first girlfriend mm. might not turn out to be the way you wanted it. You know, you have to go through a few things before you figure out even for yourself mm. what do i really want and 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 you know we get to know ourselves through those failures as well True. um so anything that's that you desire or you want or you dream about or is your purpose is beyond your comfort zone mm -hmm. and and the bigger your dreams and like here, you know, especially entrepreneurs, we have these crazy big dreams. You know, I want to mm. go to Mars. I want to do this. I want to mm. do that. Um, you have to be outside of the comfort zone all the time. Mm. So for me, personally, if, I, if we don't fail in our business mm. every single day, or at least, you know, once in two or three days, I'm scared. Because mm. that means that we are slacking off. We are not pushing ourselves. We are yeah. not going towards the dreams because we're just doing things that we are comfortable with. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, you definitely, it's like, an, like what you said, it's like an indicator. You need some sort of measurement where if you're not failing and you're not measuring it, then you're not getting feedback and then you can't really tweak it and, and make adjustments to, to improve. So there you go there. Um, okay. Another question is, let's say that um, uh, you go into a time machine, right? And you press a button and go back maybe 10, 15, 20 years. And, um, you know, based on what you've experienced and everything, what would you say to your younger self? Just do Just what you want. Do, do what you want. Yeah, okay. Yes. Love yes. It. Because in all honesty, I, I got this question many times, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, of course, you think, oh, you know, like give myself advice. I don't know. Don't go into that business or don't do this or, or mm. you know, something. Uh, or, you know, then you say, well, why would I do that? Just I would just go back and say, like, buy Apple shares when they were $2 or yeah. buy Bitcoin when it came out. Yeah. And bam, all your problems are saved. Mm. Uh, but, but the thing is, you know, if you go back in time and if, even if you change a little thing, mm. you know, that chain reaction that, uh, well, butterfly effect. Mm, true, um, yeah. Who knows who I would be today? And, you know, I, I, I'm really grateful for the journey I went through. Mm -hmm. I know why I needed those lessons because that cocky, self-confident, um, no accountability, Miha, mm. that's, I don't think that's who I really was. Uh, I think I was so influenced in my 20s by, you know, all the outside world that I kind of started living because I feel that through this journey, I reconnected with who Miha truly was mm. because from a young age, I was always very helpful. I loved helping people and so on. And then I became this, you know, self-obsessed douchebag mm. um, because I was just letting the outside world to influence me. You know, mm. I was judging my, my, uh, my success based on how many cars I had based on what restaurants I went to and, and, mm. you know, being part of all these fancy clubs and so on, like, mm. you know, cigar club or something like that. Um, mm. so I really needed a hard lesson. I really needed that. And, you know, looking back, I'm, I'm very grateful. I really appreciative of how life taught me, um, at, you know, let's be honest, at a fairly young age. I mean, a lot of people figure those things out when they're 50, 60. So, yeah, true. you know, I was 30-something when I really started 
looking at the world in a different way, mm. behaving differently, uh, doing good things, great things. Yeah. And yeah, I would, I would not change that for, for anything. Mm. Uh, because I would risk not being who I am today. And, and you know, I love my life. Mm. I, I, I'm absolutely obsessed with, you know, the work that I do. Uh, mm. My first lady is constantly asking me, you know, like, why do you need to go on so many yeah. interviews and this and that? Yeah. I'm just so passionate about that. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, this is not about me. Mm. I'm not here to promote myself mm. uh, or anything mm. I'm, I'm you know i go on so many interviews so that i can reach other audiences mm. and i don't know maybe somebody who will listen to this podcast yep. will yeah. hear something about failure and mm. maybe will just trigger something yep and will save one life yeah i mean just true. for that it was mm. more than worth it mm. being your guest yeah um yep. so that's that that's why I yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent agree yeah when i saw your when i saw your story i just knew that um your story is enough to inspire someone because there's a lot of people who are struggling and if if you know your story that you share with them that's enough for them to just give them a bit of petrol you know a bit of bit of fuel to just keep pushing forward and that's enough you know and you don't you don't realize how powerful your story is and what you know, what you've experienced can really help people. You know, I really do mean that. Mean that. So, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, another thing I always remembered is that, um, like, one of the best things that ever can ever happen to you is when you hit rock rock bottom, and especially if you do that early. And I think you just briefly um, spoke about that because if you do it early, then you you get the tenacity, you've got the character, and you learn a lot. But if you do it later on in life, it's really hard to overcome it because you know, it's like really, it's a huge uh, mental shift, you know, if, if you go through rock bottom later on in life, yeah. but you did it early. I mean, so that's it, really is, good. it is easier. I mean, mm. once you have kids and, and, mm. and, and things like that, of course, it's harder. It's mm. not impossible. Yeah. I mean, every time when I wanted to give up on, on, on this journey, mm. I'm always, I always remember the story of KFC, the colonial yeah, settlers, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, you know, as you see, I'm a little bit chubby. <laughs> I'm already going a little bit white. I don't have that beard, but, yeah. you know, um, I, I can just see that guy, you know, with his belly and everything. And yeah. he's 63, he's 60, 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, driving around the US in that yeah. shitty Corolla from the <laughs> 70s or 60s. Uh, not like what we know today in cars. Mm. And he's sleeping at truck stops and, mm. and, and making those that those chickens um, in that parking lot so that mm. he can give them for a taste test throughout yeah. the day. And then 1,000 and what, nine or 18 restaurants tell you no. Mm. And you still keep going. I yeah. mean, that's freaking insane. Yeah, I mean, that is crazy. I, got, yeah. I, I, I probably got 15 no's, 100 no's or something. Mm. But 1,000? <laughs> I mean, but every time when I would want to give up and, and just send, send everything to hell, mm. I always remembered about his story. Mm. And then the second thing is a poem from Charles Bukowski. Mm. It's called All the Way. All the and, Way? And, and it's okay. a really, yeah, really simple poem. You can find it on YouTube. There's this uh, version where, I don't know who, but somebody with very nice deep voice and that mm. eerie music, you know, like it, it's played out. I always use that one. Mm. Uh, but it's all about, you know, like why would you even start if you're not ready to go all the way? 
Mm-hmm. You know, so why did I start? Why did I invest, I don't know, last three, four years of my life if mm. I'm not willing to push this to finish what I've started? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Mm. But those are like two triggers. And, and another thing that I love is, is TED Talks. Mm. You have so many stories there. People who experienced, in my view, much harder things. You know, they mm. ended up on wheelchairs and things like that. I mean, yep. you know, sorry, but I just lost money. I'm yeah. just healthy. I'm, I, I, I have all my legs and, and mm. arms and everything. I mean, mm. compared to them, I didn't really went through much, let's be mm. honest. Mm. And, and so when I see them go on stage that, and, wow. and, and, yeah. and say there, mm. this was the best thing that ever happened to me and my mind is going, like, how can you freaking say that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you ended up on a wheelchair. How can mm. you say that? But mm. then I remember my story and how I always say that, you know, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm. But th- those really inspire me. So, mm. you know, maybe sometimes we are inspired by stories that at least we process and filter like yeah. bigger than what's happening to True. us. Because one thing when you get all emotional when you're failing mm. is you think that you have it the worst in the whole world. That, yeah. that this is only happening to you. You, you, you know, like everybody else is better especially mm. nowadays with you know social media wherever you go you know somebody lambo ferrari this that mm. you know like all those positive stories yep. and you're there and you feel like shit mm. you know and 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 so going to ted talks or something similar where you hear stories that at least you understand as shittier than yourself mm. maybe they can inspire you to say if that guy made it yeah Oh boy, can I make it? That's true. That's why, you know, one of the things that I'm always trying to be super honest uh, when I'm sharing my stories for people to really understand that, you know, I was nothing special. I had no Mm. college degree. Um, You know, uh, I had no work ethics. I, you know, like all those things. I mean, when I'm talking with other fellow entrepreneurs, they have so much more from the start Mm. than I had. Mm. You know, I was really thick-headed i was self-obsessed i was you know like uh, i see so many people who are from the start already much in a better position than i was plus all the technology that's available to us today and and Mm. all of that um if i was able to do it and then literally nothing special about me Mm. um then anybody can and 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 this is really the gist of you know uh what i'm trying to communicate mm-hmm. uh, you know i mean even I look uh, la- last few years i mean english is only my third language mm. like if you would see some of the videos from three four years ago <laughs> like i had this extreme uh russian mafia uh <laughs> accent i mean you know like Know, subtitles. <laughs> yeah. yeah but but you know with time with practice mm. and then just you know Keep going, keep going, That's keep true. going. And That's true. You, you become better and better and better. I mean, I mm. still have an accent. My vocabulary is still far from perfect. Understandable. But, you know, yeah, at yeah. least now, mm. I, I know how to communicate the things that true. I want to communicate. True, true. It reminds me of, um, like your story reminds me of what Steve Jobs said in his speech. He says, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking backwards. 
So when you're going through all that adversity, you don't know where it's going. You're completely lost. But now that you're away from that, you're looking back and you can see the pathway on how, you know, you, you found the dogs, you met that finance person, you know, you're, you're hanging by, you know, you're holding on onto the ledge, you know, about to jump, but you didn't all these things that just linked onto all these other things. So, um, but yeah. w- would you agree to that? To, to, you know, you connecting Absolutely. dots. Yeah, yeah, Anything okay. Steve said, I agree. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he, he was, um, he was my amazing mentor. I mean, not that mm. I know him in person, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. just watching the stuff, the, the keynotes and stuff yeah, like that. I learned so much about mm. storytelling and marketing mm. and emotions and, mm. uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he was an amazing yeah. mentor, even from very far apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, then. So how can people get in contact with you and find out what you're up to? Um, one easy way, you go to Google and you search fail coach and bam, mm-hmm. that, that's Miha. And then yep. you can see whichever platform or whatever works best for you. Yep. Um, now, I'm most active on LinkedIn and Facebook. Cool. On LinkedIn, I do uh, LinkedIn live interviews every Monday. I try mm-hmm. to bring amazing guests that can give a lot of value to fellow entrepreneurs. Awesome. Um, on Facebook, I have uh, a paid group, but it's not. It's like one-time payment, seventeen dollars, so it's yeah. not like really a lot. Mm. Uh, the leverage of trust. Mm. Um, they can figure. You know, it's easy entry, and, and and all they have to do is go to leverageoftrust.com. Uh, and they'll get into it and and then you know they can see how i do what i do most Mm. content i share in there so uh like for example right now we're doing series on foundational stuff Mm. especially for the corona and and for you know what's coming and and so on really just my lessons from what happened um Mm. uh, in the past recession and how we can apply some of those um, in, in this current situation. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, that's, that's where, uh, I'm, I'm migrating with all the, the best content into mm-hmm. that group. Of course, uh, then of course they're always welcome to, you know, jump on a call with me and so mm-hmm. on. And we'll see if there's anything else I can help them with, but, yep. um, you know, even just being in there, um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I really love hearing mm-hmm. because it's, 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 it's my, biggest uh one of the top three values is that uh, everybody says that they're getting much more than what they expected or paid and, and this really shows me that we are over delivering mm. under promising um, and and that's something i'm really proud of our mm. company and my team knows uh, i I'm, I'm a huge fan of cooking i mean yeah. you can see <laughs> um, and uh, I always enjoyed and loved those two, three Michelin star restaurants. And mm. I'm always saying, you know, I, I want our stuff to be that two, three Michelin star mm. experience when it comes to business development, business coaching, and so on. So mm. that, that's something that's very dear to my heart. Mm, that's great. All right, Miha, um, I really appreciate your time today. And, um, you know, you you're really inspiring. And uh, I know that your story is going to help other people, you know, get through the adversity and, you know, just like exactly what you said, you never know who you're going to reach. And, you know, there's people out there that, that that's really struggling and, and your story can really help them, you know, to, to pull up, you know, to pull themselves thank out you. of it. So, you know, thank you for your time and, um, you know, wish you, you wish you all the best for your future endeavors.
Thank you. And no it was a huge pleasure being your guest. Thank you yeah. again for inviting me. Uh, it was lovely chatting like this. Of course. No worries. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get to see you in person one day. So 